what's going on, everybody? You're listening to The Sane Show, the show about nothing and everything. I'm your host, Cliff, and today I have with us visual artist, Brittany Taylor. How you doing, Brittany? I'm doing well, Cliff. How are you? I am well, and thanks for asking. I'm excited to have you on, and you were with me and your brother when we recorded that episode last year sometime, and so it's nice to finally have you on. I think it's so cool, too. I know. Uh, you have two siblings <laughs> doing <Okay>. cool things, and <laughs> I think this is a first that I've had kind of, one sibling, and then I got the other. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of full circle now. I'm just like, oh, shoot. Right. <laughs> Really quick, before we introduce the topics, I want to thank all the listeners that's been listening and following the same show, liking, sharing, and subscribing, and helping us to continue breaking records. It really means a lot, you guys. It really does. And thank you for helping continue to take the same show to the next level. And if you're listening and you don't follow the same show already, be sure to follow us on IG and Twitter at sane underscore show that's sane s-a-n-e underscore show on ig and twitter and then on facebook check us out at the sane show again that's the sane show on facebook so today we're going to be talking about how there's an art to everything then we're also going to talk about self-expression through art and then we're going to have our interview with Brittany so the listeners can get to learn more about you, what you do, and all the cool things that you have going on. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and hop into it with there being an art to everything. So obviously, I, as I always say, I like to have a conversation with my guests before the show to just kind of let them know where I come from with all of my topics. And one of the things that I was telling you is like, I, there's art, I see art in everything, right? Mm-hmm. And that you know i don't think people really understand what what role art plays within our culture i think it plays like a really huge part in our culture like art it can be found in pretty much everything it's in a house it's in paintings it's in you know architecture it's like art to me is like love so a person who loves a certain creative outlet not just painting or photography or anything like that but building anything like person puts their love and their heart into something it's art you're creating and creating is art now i'm going to use my favorite example when it comes to things that are art Mm -hmm. cars (laughs) and i don't know if you know i know the listeners probably know that i'm a big fan of the volkswagen group you know, Volkswagen, Audis, Porsches, and cars in general. And I studied art. By the way, we attended a Northwest School of the Arts together when I started. In the USA. <laughs> but, yeah, when I started, I I started in visual art, right? That's my major. I was really a dual major, course and art. Mm-hmm. But even though I don't use my visual art skills as much today, like I still kind of look at things visually from an artist's perspective, mainly cars, you know, you look at the aesthetics, right? And you look at the the designs and you, you look at those things that's just like that, at least with my favorite cars, that make them visually appealing, where to a lot of people, it's just a chunk of metal, right? It's like, oh, it's just something to get you from point A to point B. And for some, yes, and I don't knock that. Yeah. But for enthusiasts like me, those are the those little small details are the things you pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And 
it's like that for people with other things. It's like that for people with clothes. It's like that for people with their home. You know, some people where they're so they're so invested in their home, right? Their decor mm-hmm. and the Very designing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like that is that's a work of art in itself. Honestly, I think when we when we think about art and what role it really plays and how there's art in everything, like I was telling you earlier, I think that it would help remove a lot of these barriers as to what we consider to be art as far as a good work of art or a bad work of art. I mean, what, what's your thought when it comes to that? Well, coming from like fine arts perspective, like when people create their art and they put it on display for other people to view, it's also a way for people to connect in a way. So it doesn't really matter like what background you come from. People from two totally different separate backgrounds could see this one piece of art and find some connection in it. And mm-hmm. art is like always some like a, a starting point for like a conversation. And it breaks down those barriers of not knowing this person, not knowing who they are, where they come from, but you also relate in a certain type of way. And you connect with this piece of art. And so it just it's just a way to bring people together like in a community sense where right. they, they're able to relate. And like you were saying, like cars, you're not the only one who likes a certain type of car. There's other people out here who likes that certain car and finds specific design pieces in cars and the way some cars are really sleeker than others. Like they really enjoy that aspect of cars. And it's a way for people to relate and connect over that. It's not just with cars, but also like fashion, like you were talking about too. Mm-hmm. Designers create because they feel, you know, this piece of art, like, their artwork in fashion can relate to somebody in the outside world. Somebody will also enjoy the pieces that they create. And especially when it's coming from like the heart and it's real, a lot of people can relate with that. And it also breaks down barriers that way too. I totally agree with you on that one. When you talked about people being able to connect with art, it actually made me think of me and my girlfriend, we went to the uh, Harvey B. Harvey B. Gant Museum okay. in Uptown. There was this one piece that was also created by another uh, NWSA alum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was actually oh, Sloan. Oh, and the piece was, it was called Chaos. Mm-hmm. And it had a bear. Then it, like, the bear was trying to get honey, and then the, but there was a swarm of bees like flying around the the bear Mm -hmm. and you know I looked at that and I said I can relate to that Mm -hmm. because I've been at that point in my life Mm -hmm. where it was chaos like you try to get what you want and like so again when we talk about connecting like that piece spoke to me Mm -hmm. and I'm like man if, if I had the money, I would buy it. <laughs> right. I would pay more than what she was asking for, honestly, because that's how valuable I saw it to, and still see it to be. Yeah. And then, like, some people don't realize that, you know, there's other people out here going through certain things that you think you're alone in, but you're actually not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of artists create from their experiences or you know how they feel about certain topics or certain things that come up in life and they express that through art and 
there's other people in the world too that actually feel the same. So that's why it's relatable to somebody out there. Like I think when your art connects with other people, then you're you're doing something right because it's coming from the heart pretty much. It's just like I think one of the greatest examples, obviously, is music. Mm-hmm. Because people listen to song. Yes, I, I like to think. I said, yeah, that's the best way to connect music. Everybody feels that. Right. And I think, too, because I think about, like, how I, I listen to I listen to jazz. I listen to rock. Mm-hmm. I listen to country. I listen to R&B. I listen mm-hmm. to rap. Hip-hop. Pop. Mm-hmm. EDM. All of that stuff. But the commonality between the songs that I listen to and the artists is the message that they're all putting out. Mm-hmm. And that I might be want something a little slow tempo, but it's still what I want to hear. Something a little upbeat. It's still something I want to hear. It's just so unique mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day. And I just think that's what that's what makes all of this stuff so cool is again the ability for just people to connect with it at the end of the day. Even even with podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. Like being able for or people being able to connect. You know, it's one of the things I look at when I look at this show here. Like I reach out to my listeners and I ask them, what do you, what do you think? What do you, what's your opinion? Like, please give me some feedback. And I think the most meaningful thing is like when people listen and they, they're able to get something from it, they're able to connect to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, like, wow, this, this is my art. So <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's just cool, again, to see how there's art in everything. And, and like I was mentioning before the recording as well, even in, even in processes, like, because processes are a pattern. You repeat a process, you're repeating a pattern. Either it's a bad one or it's a good one, but it's a process. And in patterns, I mean, there we go. Again, another example of art. And I was thinking too, especially like music, People have like those certain songs that they listen to when they're happy, like when they're sad, because the artists have been through that. And you can tell that it's real because they, they're putting like their heart and soul in their music for people to be able to connect. And I feel like everything and everybody in this world just really wants something to connect with because people need people. And once you find out that other people have gone through similar things as you and you're able to connect with them through their art, I feel like that's something special. I agree. All right, now we're going to talk about self-expression through art. So obviously we were talking about how art is everything and now going to dive in a little bit deeper talking about self-expression. Like we were talking about being able to remove those barriers. And that with self-expression, there's really no limit when it comes to various forms of art. Because it's, it's like you were saying, right? People, people are able to relate to whatever the artist is putting out there. Mm-hmm. And at least from your experience as an artist, when it comes to self-expression, could you give me and the listeners a little bit of insight to that? Well, self-expression. So it's like whenever I'm creating... For me, it all comes from the heart. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So especially when I find something or something in the world that happens that I feel strongly about, I have to express it in my own way. It's like I go through this process of like digesting what's happening, how I feel, 
and dealing with it in my mind and trying to figure out the best best way for me to basically express it in the tangible world and making it come to life. So sometimes my process with expressing myself is a little bit difficult because it's me being vulnerable with my art. Oh my goodness. And for me, it's hard for me to be vulnerable, but art has given me the outlet to do that and step outside my comfort zone to actually express myself and be like really confident about it. It's just, oh, even now I'm just like, ugh, being vulnerable with my art. <laughs> I put my art on display for people to see. And it's, it's kind of nerve-wracking at the same time, but it's also, like, giving me the chance to step outside my comfort zone and actually put myself out there. Because, yeah. like we were talking about earlier, like, if I don't put myself out there, then I won't have anything, well, nobody will be able to connect with me if I don't actually put it out there. And... It always surprises me when somebody's just like, oh, your, your artwork is so beautiful. Like, this is like a really amazing work. I'm just like, oh my God, thank you. Because <laughs> 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 it's just like, it's, it's me on display, honestly. It's, I mean, it's my art. You see physical, you physically see my art, but it's honestly, it's me on display whenever I put something out there. So self-expression through my art, it's, it's me. And it's like, the hardest thing for me to do, but you know, getting better at it. <laughs> so it's interesting. There's one word you said that really stood out. You said vulnerable. Oh, yep, that word. Mm. Being vulnerable. It's mm-hmm. so crazy because two episodes ago, episode fifty, mm-hmm. we, me and Mal talked about being vulnerable, and mm-hmm. as you were talking before you even said vulnerable. That was the word that was sticking out in my mind. And for you to say it, just I'm just like, wow, mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> and it was meant to be. That's a yeah, that's a that's a big part about being an artist and being able to express yourself in the best way, really. Mm-hmm. To be and to also function at your fullest potential. Mm-hmm. It's like I was sitting down with a a coach and I probably said this before on that same episode but you know like she told me you have to be vulnerable be Mm -hmm. you let people see you for who you really are and don't be or really be unapologetic about it yeah and I have like the hardest time because I like I overthink things it's just like I have to get it in my head like you know it's okay like some people (laughs) some some people aren't gonna like your art and that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. And I have to be like, I'm doing this for me. People will connect. That's fine. Some people won't. But as long as I know that I put my heart and soul into my art and it came out the way I wanted it to come out and I'm satisfied with it, then that's all that really matters. Like, I don't really right. need to worry about making other people happy with my art as long as my art satisfies me in the long run. And that's all I need to really worry about and all of that. So being vulnerable is a work in progress, but it's <laughs> because I just had a show for myself, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So when I, when I think about being self-expression and vulnerability, so one with self-expression, vulnerability is a huge part of that. 
because mm. part of it is like, okay, one speaking your mind, right? Yep. And but the other part of that is because one of the things I didn't understand when I was first told like I need to be vulnerable is like, okay, well, I'm you know I'm being I'm being as honest as I can and I'm being direct and I'm I'm speaking my mind and my and making my opinion known. But it's like, no, it's not that. It's the characteristics, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I recently came to accept that I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I like being around people. I'm I'm a natural goof in a sense. I'm completely opposite. I'm definitely yeah. <laughs> so at home. <laughs> yeah. So I think what helped me to really see is one seeing the impact that I have on my friends, right? How I act around them, mm-hmm. and then two, and this is why people I think people love comedians because I would probably say comedians are probably the expert when it comes to being vulnerable. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you look at yeah, you look at Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, you you like, it, to get <laughs> it's almost like for them like when they're doing stand up or when they're doing a talk show. It's almost like they're just getting up there. Not that they're doing that, but doing this, but making a fool of themselves. Yeah, and they have but a concept too. Right, and. It also goes back to the thing of like how comfortable are you with yourself? Mm-hmm. Because the more comfortable you are yourself, the more vulnerable you can be. Because I'll be honest, I had the misconception that vulnerable was being being vulnerable was being a pushover, <laughs> or no, no, or, like or being a doormat. <laughs> but being vulnerable is being you. Mm-hmm. And some of the most vulnerable people are some of the most strongest individuals. Yeah, because they're really comfortable within themselves. Exactly. And when they're com- when you're comfortable with yourself, you can really be vulnerable. Right. To the height. Like how how comfortable are you in your own skin? It's like the more I think about it, and the more I wrap my head around what that means, I slowly start to live that right because it's like now and. I feel like I'm getting off topic a little bit, but it's like, you know, you, I walk around with open arms, right? I love everybody. Everybody's my friend. Like, I'm not ashamed to be that guy who may crack a joke that's not funny. You know, I'm just like trying to lighten the mood and have a good time. Um, <laughs> Somebody like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's with me, it was then the thing of, okay, how do I take that and bring that into the same show, into my podcast, being myself, letting people really see me for who I am mm-hmm. more and more. Because I tell you, when I first started doing saying show, first episode, I was like, oh, man, I got to record this. And this is going to be on the Internet forever right. <laughs> and available for people around the world to listen to. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anything I was thinking about, I was like, how's my voice going to sound? <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was thinking about, too. You know, I, I think about that first and then I'm like, oh, my goodness. People want to listen to this. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then I'm talking about doing video. I'm like, people are going to see me. Right. <laughs> but that's part of being vulnerable and just putting yourself out there. Right. Because you know you have this passion for this this outfit mm-hmm. here, and then you might as well just go ahead and share it with the world. Right. Like be. It's like I told someone, be the light. Walk into the. It's this. Uh, I, I guess um analogy I had. Right. I like to. Your your energy is like fire. You can be a candle or you can be bursting flames. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, like, hey, when you, it depends on the situation, right? 
Man, you may not want to be bursting flames 24-7, but at certain times, you got to be the, the flame. You got to walk into the room and people feel your energy. They feel you. And yeah. so when I think about getting in front of a camera, it's like, yes, people need to feel me. So when we talk about your art, people need to feel it, right? Mm-hmm. They need to feel who Brittany is. And that's the uh, and, the art, too. It's just like evoking some type of emotion, whether it be good or bad, just something. Yeah. And so when it comes to self-expression, that is what it boils down to. You know, yes, express yourself, but in, in expressing yourself, be vulnerable because people will feel it. And when people feel it, like you're, you're not, it's like, it's like you're talking at someone or talking to someone. Mm-hmm. It, when you're talking to them, they feel you. When you're talking at them, it just like goes, <laughs> you know, one ear, you right. go through one ear, one out the other, or it just goes completely past them. Like they don't feel it. And that's another thing, like when people are vulnerable, there's like, oh shit. Like some people are just like, dang, she like, she feels me. I get it. I understand. So that's another way for you to connect. Like being vulnerable provides connections with people. Right. That's a way for people to connect. Like if you have that wall up, you know, you're not going to be able to make no type of connection with nobody or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So when you're able to let people in and see a real you, then that's when connections happen. Because you know what it comes down to? It comes down to knowing that we're all not that different at the end of the day. We're all human. We all have similar struggles. Yeah, Mm -hmm. uniquely different, yes. But at the end of the day, those basic things make us pretty much the same for the most part. That's why somebody from a totally, completely different background can can connect with you. Because we're all humans and we have this human experience. Exactly. You couldn't have said it better. All right, now we're going to go ahead and dive into the interview. I'm going to ask Brittany some questions, let the listeners get to learn a little bit more about you, your art, your journey, and all the things you got going on. I'm, I'm super excited. This has really been a great record. I really enjoy talking to you as well. So, let me ask you this. You recently did your first expedition. I know you mentioned this earlier, too. How did that feel? What did that feel like? So last year for my birthday, I had my first solo art um, exhibit. It was called Black Wonder. And the whole, like, at the end of it, I felt really accomplished and, like, really great about it. But the beginning process, I don't know if you know, but artists are procrastinators. And like came for the last minute. <laughs> but no, I work best with deadlines. So mm-hmm. the pressure all started to come in when I first booked the space and it was confirmed. And I was like, oh shit, like. It's real I, now. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> the date is set. Like, I got to get some art. Like, <laughs> right. I need to get this stuff together. So it was really, it was like really a great experience. So, like, I really pushed myself to get out of my comfort zone. I worked with a couple of models and I went to the Mint Museum to shoot actually because I used the old Renaissance Baroque paintings as my backdrops for my models. So that was an experience. I was like so nervous about going there. I was like, I don't even know if I can shoot in the museum or anything like that. But I was like, you know what, forget it. We're just going to go for it and apologize later. But everything turned out great. It was just 
a little nerve nerve wracking at the beginning. Under a lot of, I put myself under some stress, but it's okay. I worked best with deadlines, but everything came out pretty like well and like how I really wanted it to come out. And at the end of it, I was just really happy to see the end product, like from the beginning, having this this idea and needing to create more exposure and more um, black women in art. Like I really needed to create that representation for myself. So having the idea to, to create that in early art history art, I really was proud to actually see it come to real life. So I really enjoyed doing that. And I also got some good feedback from it. People really enjoyed the experience as well. So that was just an amazing feeling, having people see my art, being vulnerable, and having some really great feedback from it. Good. I'm, I'm really happy for you. And it sounds like a great experience. The first of many, right? First of many, yes. <laughs> good. So what's been your journey as an artist? Well, photography is like my main art that I do. And it started all in Northwest School of the Arts. So I got into like film photography first. And um, that was like my love. Like I really loved the whole process of shooting and developing my film and creating prints from there in the dark room. Like I loved it. Like that was like my passion. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, the times change. Everybody's into digital photography. So I was like, okay, let me try my hand in digital photography. Got into that. Love it. And so it's just been me basically dabbing into like different aspects of photography because with photography you can do it you can go like a lot of different roads with it i've done some portraits some architecture even club photography events and now i really found that i love creating art with content behind it like really like fine arts photography like my love right now for it dibbing and dabbing into like commercial photography and everything like that I just feel that my heart really calls to creating artwork with meaning behind it. And I find that that artwork that has meaning behind it relates and connects more with people as well. Right. As uh, it should. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like we said, they got to they gotta feel you. <laughs> exactly. got to feel me. I'm here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when it comes to, and, and you touched on this a little bit earlier, as far as your, your process. What does that look like for you? Like, is there a step-by-step or does it all just come to mind and you, you then like put it down or something? Like what, what does that, your process look like when you, you're working on your pieces or getting ready to create a piece? No, really, no step-by-step. It just comes as, as it comes. But usually like when I have an idea, I like to sit with it for a couple of days and really dig out why I have this idea, where I want it to go, what I want it to look like. So then I look at like inspirations sometimes too to help with me, like basically with my brainstorming and getting the exact way I want the outcome to look. So I do that, like brainstorm location, props, models, all that, the look and feel of how I want it to be. So I really just create what's in my head and bring it out to real life. That's pretty much it. But if something doesn't, like, basically, like, art is this trial and error, honestly. You try things. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then you try something else. 
<laughs> I wish and, we were like that with podcasting. <laughs> you know what? We're going we're gonna to shoot for 45 minutes. And then, you know what? I don't like it. Let's do that. Let's redo that. Let's <laughs> start all over. But then right. too, it's just like mistakes can be something new. You might actually like it and then keep it going. It's happening. It's yeah, happening. You know, <laughs> I, even, um, <laughs> I was doing photo transfers last year mm-hmm. and had the hardest time with them at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it it was a nice doing those because each one came out completely different from the way the like the process that I took with it. So I really enjoyed having like different outcomes with them. Like okay, I'm learning how to do them better than I did the first time. So that's the nice thing about art too. It's just like trying things and seeing what works and what doesn't work, and then to you'll find something different in the process and end up loving it. Loving the outcome of what was happened. That's yeah. true. You know, it's like one of those things where you where you plan for something, but then something unexpected comes, and you just kind of like, oh, well, this works. Let's yeah. do that. Exactly. Oh, I can mess with that. That's cool. Let's rock with that. Right. Or like if like doing what I'm shooting too. If I I have this picture in my mind of how I want it to come out, and then sometimes when I shoot, like it doesn't come out that way. I'm just like, all right. Either I'm going to scratch this idea or let's try this angle. Let's do this light. So try my best to make it look how I want it to. If I can't, then I go with something else. So what's next for you? What are your future plans looking like? Well, I want to have a Black Wonder 2 because I really am. I'm not done exploring that idea of creating representation of Black women in art. So I want to continue with that. I'm hoping to have another solo exhibit either i want to say end of february or march so look for that in the upcoming and then i also was invited to be a part of a art exhibit in april so look for that and then um also am gonna start school for my master's in art therapy so that'll okay. be as well good stuff good stuff so you got a lot of you got a lot of good things going on. I'm excited for you. <laughs> a lot of stuff to look forward to as well. Uh, I'll definitely have to you know, try and check you out. Um, your Those exhibits or some of those shows, definitely. Cause it, oh, yeah. I'll definitely let you know when they are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's always, always something exciting. You know, I'm always down to support as well. When I can, not editing and you know, recording and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if, if you could... Before we, before I let you go, let the listeners know where they can find you and you know keep tabs on all all the great things that you have going on. I mainly just use my Instagram. It's Brittany Taylor, and it's B R I T T A N I dot T A Y L O R R. So look for me on Instagram, and I'll have a new website coming up. So stay tuned for that as well. Thank you for that. You guys heard her. Be sure to go check her out. Like I always tell you, there's a rewind button. So if you need to rewind, jot it down and go look her up, go follow her, go check her out, especially if you're in the area. So Brittany, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you coming on and you know sharing your thoughts about everything with the listeners and also letting them know about what you do and all that kind of cool stuff. And for everybody listening, you know, thank you guys for continuing to listen and show your support. Again, be sure to check her out. And again, be sure to follow the same show. Be sure to continue liking and subscribing and sharing and doing all that 
good stuff to help the same show get to the next level. There's more exciting things to come. You're listening to the same show, the show about nothing and everything. And until next time, we're out. Thanks.